So maybe some of you already know this about me, but I love answering questions, especially when I know what the answers are. But even if I don't, it's an opportunity to grow in humility and admit that I don't know. But I really do enjoy answering questions. And I had this great opportunity on Friday to answer questions of second graders, and they were very enthusiastic, and it was quite enjoyable. But I enjoy answering questions from adults, too. And I was once asked by an adult about our particular gospel passage. She asked the question, why did Gabriel tell Joseph to name him Jesus when the prophecy said he shall be named Emmanuel? And I thought, that's a good question. So I pondered that for a brief moment, and I told her, well, Emmanuel is the title. It wasn't intended to be a proper name. But she pressed the issue a little further and said, but in our reading, it said name. It said that you shall name him Jesus. And it said, they shall name him Emmanuel. Both said name. So that doesn't seem much like it would be a title rather than name. And so that was a good counterpoint. But really, it's a translation issue. In other translations, for the prophecy, it says, he shall be called rather than he shall be named. And so the prophecy meant this as a title rather than as a proper name. In fact, if we look in our readings, well, if we look in another part of Isaiah, we can see in chapter 9, verse 5, it says, They name him Wonder Counselor, God Hero, Father Forever, Prince of Peace. So when Isaiah in our passage says uh, something different, says, shall name him Emmanuel, then we know that what we're talking about is a title rather than a name. And that's because Joseph understood that when Gabriel said name, that he meant actual name, since Jesus was named Jesus. And we might wonder, well, okay, but if the prophecy is about Jesus, why not just simply say, they shall name him Jesus? Uh, Why did they say they shall name him Emmanuel? And the reason for that is because of what these things mean. As we heard in our gospel passage, He's named Jesus because he's going to save people from their sins. And Jesus means, the meaning of that name is Savior or God saves. Whereas if we look at the word Emmanuel, it comes from the Hebrew Emmanu, which means with us, and El, which is God. So Emmanuel is God with us. The prophecy is emphasizing God's presence among us. Now, God was present to the people already in different ways present through miracles, present through Moses, present through a pillar of cloud. But in this prophecy, we're hearing about God being with us in a unique way. It's alluding to and pointing to the incarnation, which we celebrate at Christmas, that God would be with us in a unique way of actually becoming one of us, that he would take on human nature for himself that he would be with us in that special way, a way that he hadn't been before. And God is with us in many ways. Uh, He's with us throughout all of creation, for God is existence, and everything that exists has a participation in God, and in as much as it exists, God is there in that present way. But God is also with us through grace. For all of us who have been baptized, he dwells within our souls. And so that's a unique 
way that he's present with us as well. God is with us through his church, which is the bride of Christ, the mystical body of Christ, to guide us, to assist us, to help us along our way. God is with us in the Eucharist, body, blood, soul, and divinity, really and truly present, not simply sign or symbol, but actually Jesus. So you might be thinking, okay, great, but how does this relate to our daily lives? What does this have to do with us today? Well, it means that God is still with us, and we're not alone, we're not abandoned, that God does care about us, and he wants us to be the best we can be. He wants to work with us to help us become the holiest we can be. He wants us to become great saints. And we might think, well, sometimes it just, it seems like he's not with us. Sometimes it feels like he's nowhere around. Sometimes things just don't go the way we expect, the way we want. Sometimes bad things happen, and it doesn't seem like he's actually here. But things are not always what they seem. God is with us in many ways, as previously said, but there can be certain reasons why he may seem like he's not with us. For example, when we push him away, when we turn our backs on him through serious sin, then it's harder for us to recognize his presence. But he's still around, eagerly awaiting for us to encounter him in the confessional, desirous of us to return to him. And so... He is with us in that way, too. For anyone who would like to go to confession, we do have a special opportunity this Advent season on Wednesday, December 21st at 6 p.m. We are going to extend our confessions until 9 p.m., and we'll also have guest priests present so that you'll have multiple options of who you would like to go to to be freed from your sins by the mercy and love and forgiveness of God. But sometimes it may seem like God's distant and we haven't done anything seriously wrong. And so, why might that be? Why is it that sometimes he just doesn't seem like he's with us? Sometimes he's trying to inspire us to have a deeper relationship with him. Sometimes he wants us to put in more effort to increase our desire for him. So that in the ways we've recognized him in the past, Maybe he's not going to be present to us like before so that we would seek him out in new ways, that we would be more sincere, more humble, more honest in our prayer. God wants us to talk to him as we would talk to a friend, to be open and honest and sincere with him. And so sometimes he hides his presence in order for us to grow by seeking him out in these new ways, these different ways, with greater sincerity. Sometimes it's harder to recognize that God is with us when we're in the midst of, of suffering, when we're struggling, when there seems to be obstacles and difficulties in life. We might think, well, where are you, God? What's going on? But it's not that God abandons us in our suffering. For our Lord Jesus Christ suffered himself, giving up himself on the cross for our sake, for our salvation. He knows what it's like to suffer, and in fact, he draws closer to us in the midst of suffering. But just like if we're crying profusely, it's very hard for us to see the people around us through the tears, so too, when we're suffering greatly, it's hard for us to be spiritually aware of how close God actually is to us in the midst of our own suffering. And so he is really with us, even though it may not seem like it. 
Sometimes God may hide his presence from us in order for us to grow in our faith. In order for something to be faith, we have to not be able to see it. So faith is belief in what is unseen. But if we see it, then we don't need faith because we're actually experiencing it directly. So God gives us all sorts of signs and hints and evidence of his presence, but sometimes even those things are hidden in order for us to grow in our faith, in order for our faith to be purified. And so sometimes God will hide his presence so we would have an opportunity to strengthen our faith. Sometimes God is easy to recognize. Sometimes it's easy to know that he loves us and cares about us when we're experiencing joy and consolation and peace when we have comfort and confidence, when it's easy to trust in him, when we're filled with a certainty of his existence and of his love, then it's easy to know that he's close to us, that he's with us. But sometimes God will hide that evidence from us because all of these good things are gifts from God, but he doesn't want us to love the gifts, he wants us to love him. And so to help us purify our love, to help us be directed towards him rather than the good things that he gives us, sometimes he'll allow us not to have those good things so that we can grow in our charity and our love for him. God is with us when we gather together in his name. This is something I recently experienced as I was with a group of parishioners preparing to consecrate ourselves to Jesus through Mary. We would gather together for nine days, praying each day. And as I was praying with sacred scripture, I could notice God speaking to me through sacred scripture more easily than usual. And when I was pondering this and I asked the Lord about it, he reminded me of what he said in the Gospel of Matthew. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. So again, God is with us. And if we want to experience him, one of the ways we can do that is by gathering together in his name. Yes, here at Mass, but even together with your own family, at home, praying as a family and not just as individuals, but encountering God together. Because when we gather in his name, he's in our midst, and it's easier to recognize his presence. And so today we are reminded of this title of Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And it might not seem that he's with us at times. He might not be present in the ways we're used to it in order for us to try to seek him out in different ways. For example, how often do we think of God coming to us through other people? How often do we recognize him in his ministers? How often are we really aware that Jesus is present with us in the Eucharist? God is with us in many ways, and sometimes he hides that awareness that we might have in order for us to seek him out in different ways. Sometimes it's to strengthen our faith, but God is truly with us. And so let us counter any doubts that we may have about God being absent, about God not actually being with us. Let us dispel those things by focusing on these different reasons why sometimes it seems like he's not around. And let us grow in our faith, knowing that he has promised to be with us 
despite anything that may be happening to us, that he's seeking out our growth in holiness, that he wants us to ultimately be with him forever in heaven. So let us also try to expand our ability to recognize his presence throughout our lives and throughout different ways as we prepare to recognize and encounter him in the most holy Eucharist. Just to be clear, God is with us even when we are alone at home, but we may not necessarily recognize his presence, and maybe we would recognize his presence. But in my homily, I talked about different ways to help make it easier to recognize God among us, to make it easier to encounter him, such as going to confession and gathering together in a group in his name and recognizing that times that he may seem distant, uh, we can encounter him through confidence in his promises uh, and we should reflect upon the reasons why maybe God is allowing us to experience an absence of his presence so that through that understanding we may maintain, strengthen, and perhaps even grow our faith. Thank you and God bless.